and they printed Schlund like of t-shirts. <laughs> Necessary. It's I, I remember that it was a high school AU, so it doesn't really matter. It's, oh, that's so funny. Oh my god. It's terrible, I'm sure. Um anyway. Uh what are we talking about today? You want to pick topics? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need more topics, we only have video topics I know. Wouldn't be us picking out of the jar if there wasn't if a place one in it. Already, already done. done. Oh, it's a long one. What does that one say? Ooh, this is <laughs> this is me having an emo thought. Um, are these the best days of our lives? AKA, are we living in the good old days? Ooh, <laughs> this one is what makes you happy. So they go again. Yeah, they go well, they together. Go well together. Yeah, we're good at that. I wrote a lot of these in, like, a single sitting, so a lot of them came from, like, the same stream of thought. Sure, sure, sure. Because I think we pretty much run through all the original ones that we've written. We need to write I more. think so, too. I know. We, we really do. <laughs> like, my God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever just, like, take a weird breath and, like, oh, choke yeah. on your own breath? Oh, my God, yes. You'd think after all these years of breathing, I'd be better I'd be at better it. at it. My dad says that every time he, like, uh, like, <laughs> bites his tongue or something while That is eating. a very your dad joke to yeah, make. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Shout out to Joe Hayden. <laughs> Coming in with the worst possible jokes. Um, what was I saying? We need to, like... Oh, we need to get our friends to, like, submit topics. Yes! That's a great idea! Oh, my God. <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Probably. 
Probably. You're probably not dying, but... Either that or I am gonna die, and this will be really interesting content later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Good lord, this is a mess. We're five minutes in, it's already indecipherable nonsense. (laughs) Alright, let's do that one first. You wanna do what makes you happy first? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me think. Um, so I'm doing a thing, uh, right now where that my therapist calls behavioral activation, mm-hmm. where, uh, basically you see, like, throughout normal days, you see, like, okay, how do I feel before I do this activity versus how do I feel after I do this activity? That way, like, even normal things like brushing your teeth or whatever, when you're in a low place, you can be like, okay, I know I don't want to do this right now, but I know that when I do it, it makes me feel like more of a person. So, little things like that can make you happy, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um, look, I folded this into a tiny triangle. (laughs) Sorry. can make you happy more of the time so I'm not thinking in terms of like I don't know I'm not thinking in terms of like oh these things make me happy or whatever like these things I like about my life or whatever it's more like um oh what in this moment is gonna make you happier (laughs) so I don't know relationships I guess and what about you? <laughs> I'm not making any sense, really. This is the most depressing segment of what makes me happy. That I, don't, ended with, I, don't I don't fucking know. know. What about you? <laughs> well, maybe if you give some ideas, I'll get some ideas. This is kind of what I was thinking. So you're saying that you need me to tell you what makes you happy. No, I need you to say some things like as an example of what you mean by what makes you happy, because it's kind of a generalized question. What makes you feel happy? I don't fucking know. Um, oh god. Do you feel happy? I mean, not always. Well, no one feels happy always. Yeah. Um, being with friends, eating really good food makes me happy. Um, reading a well-written book makes me happy. Um, listening to a long video essay while I'm doing crafts, that makes me happy. See, that wasn't that hard. No, that wasn't that hard. You're right. Um, going for a run sometimes, other times not. <laughs> Depends on if it's a thousand degrees or not. Yes, literally. My favorite time to go for a run is January because it's still really, it's like the coldest that it gets here, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so when it's like 45 degrees, that is my favorite time to go for a run. I feel like it's nice because... It's like it starts out kind of cold, but once you like warmed up, it's it yeah. like feels good that it's cold. Exactly. So it's exactly. like you don't ever really get like so hot. Exactly. It's, like, it's pretty cold, so it sort of balances out. Yeah, and it makes me run faster sometimes. That's so nice. Gotta go. Well, there's something about like the I don't know about you, but like something about the like kind of cold feeling on my skin that I really like. Me too. Where it, like yeah. kind of makes my cheeks like 
burn, but not like a wind burns waves. More like, like tingly. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds me of running cross country because it was always like we always did it in the fall slash winter, and so it was really cold outside when we would go. Yeah. We'd go like at the crack of dawn. So. Like, oh God. <laughs> I don't know why. I didn't like doing it at the time, but now, like, um, when I'm reminded of it, I'm like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. The good old days. The good old days. <laughs> anyway. Um, what makes you happy? Um, I like spending time with people. That makes me fun. Lots of things. I'm generally, like, I don't, first of all, I generally rest in, like, a sort of, like, emotionally neutral state. Yeah. But I would say, like, generally more towards, like, the happier end. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot to get me sad. Um, but, like, yeah, doing, like, I like to do a lot of crafts, I like to, like, write just little things for me, um, like, reading a really good book or, like, watching a really good movie that, like, I don't know, either is so bad that it's, that like, it's good. good, or it's just, like, you know, it, like, I don't know, there's, like, a certain emotional place that it's, like, I want to be in after I watch a movie. Yeah. Where it's, like, oh, that was, like, really cute or sweet, and there wasn't anything that was, like, so bad that I was, like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, that's so oh, gross. God, we gotta get out of this part. Yes. I recently watched a Christmas in July Hallmark Marathon with my mom. Oh, my God. Fun. <laughs> because we both have the same approach toward them, which is, like, these are so gross, and we make fun of them. Yes. And we always make fun of My favorite thing about Hallmark movies is that... They will have, they always do, like, a really intense meet-cute in these movies, right? Yes. Where it's, like, they bump into each other, like, at a, you know, Christmas tree farm or whatever, and they kind of stop, and they're, like, <gasps> like breathless for a minute as they, like, stare at the other person, like, it's the hottest yeah. person they've ever seen, and it's, the, like, the most generic-looking man you've ever looked at. Oh, my God, literally, they <laughs> all look exactly the same. Oh, my God. And we were laughing at this, like, one scene in this one movie, because he was a, first of all, they really like to go all out with making the, like, main men, like, some sort of artisan, and then, like, the bad guy is, like, a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> but they we were laughing so hard because the whole plot was, like, that this guy was kind of wounded because he dated women in the past who didn't want to get serious with him because he was a professional Christmas tree decorator. And we were Shut like, up. But what does he do the what rest does he do of the year? What does he do the rest of the year? <laughs> Oh yeah, God. I get being like you're only employed two months out of the year. Like, why people wouldn't yeah, want to get else serious with doing? you? Like, yeah, <laughs> I go. Really he goes. He travels all over the world because it's always Christmas somewhere. Kind of. I mean, kidding. only twice a year, <laughs> I, I guess. That's how it works. No, not also a lot of countries don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, well, fair enough. A lot of countries' holidays aren't dictated by the Christian um, calendar. Like, not the Christians again. Not the fucking Christians again! (laughs) Blake and I watched a YouTube video about one of these Christian movies yesterday, and it was something like Joshua, like, the bravest soldier or something. Okay, yeah. And it's an animated movie where they're all anthropomorphic bipedal animals. (laughs) I don't know. We've already got vegetables, why do we eat animals? question yeah christians love to make the like main characters of their christian non-human yeah like fucking three two one penguins that was oh my, my shit god i fucking love three two one penguins for anyone that does ever watch three two one penguins it is a group of three <laughs> astronaut penguins is it three or is it four 
It's three. Three, two, one penguins. Really? I'm pretty sure it's because there's three penguins. Oh, I think you're right. No, wait, you're right. There's Because it's like Zidril, Midgel, Vigil, and Vigil, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Why are they... <laughs> yeah, how dare you forget something so important. I looked and I was like, it's only three, but I remembered the names of all of the penguins. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely four... But what why is it? Called? I guess it's because it's three twin blast off, because they're in a rocket ship. Yeah, that must be what it is. Yeah, it's these three penguins. Listen to the... <laughs> Listen to the this is, like... Listen to the I'm sure this is going to be ridiculous. It's such it's a weird show. Twin siblings Jason and Michelle discover penguin figurines that come to life. They travel the world in outer space learning important biblical and moral lessons with their four funky penguin friends. <laughs> Other characters featured on the show include Captain Zigil, Grandmum... And Baron von Kavitis. Baron von Kavitis. What are the names of the penguins? I want to no, see. I know Kevin I know, I is one of them, know. and I know that Zigil is one of them. Uh, yeah. Zigil I'm pretty sure Zigil, Mitchell, Vigil, and Kevin. Uh, that sounds right. Let me look. Characters. And like, meanwhile, the cat Zigil, is like drinking Mitchell, water soda. Vigil, and Kevin. <laughs> oh my god! I haven't watched that show since I was like seven. <laughs> But yeah, it's basically like a Christian. It's a little less overtly Christian than it is. some of the other ones. Like, I mean, obviously, Veggie Tales is like very overtly Christian. They're not necessarily like telling Bible stories. It's more like, oh, these are stories with a quote-unquote Christian moral. Yeah, it's more like moral lessons, which yeah. is less objectionable. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, it's like these two kids that have this like plastic spaceship with these like space penguins in it, yeah. and they just come to life sometimes while their grandma's taking a nap. Night in museum type. And like, yeah, and they just, like, go on, like, space adventures and, like, you know, will, like, help people and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why the penguins have such weird names, but whatever. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, things, we were talking about things that make us happy, and I was talking about the Hallmark Channel. Oh, I was talking about the, the date, like, the weird Joshua the Yeah, Lion. yeah, 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 that's what you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, so it's, I'll show you the video later, because okay. it's really funny. You have to see the visuals. It's horrific. <laughs> oh, um, my God. This is a video by Ted Nivison, just if anyone really wants to watch this video. Yeah, you And I think it's called, like, the Christian movie from hell or something like that, because <laughs> the visuals are horrible, like, the animation is so bad. Um, but it's about this little boy who is, like, his parents, like, don't get along, and they fucking hate him for some reason. They're, like, super Dude, mean to him aw. in the opening clip. Aww. His dad, like, walks in the house. And doesn't say anything to him and just goes, clean up your toys and like walks in the other room. My god! And then his parents start like getting in a fight in the kitchen. Because his dad's always working on the car or I don't know, whatever. Fuck that <laughs> Whatever car, it is man. that men do. Yeah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> and then there's, they like get in a fight and he's like kind of standing in the hallway like outside the kitchen listening to them have a fight. And then his dad like storms off and his mom like immediately walks around the corner and is like, get out of the way, Joshua, I'm trying to make dinner. <laughs> Oh my god! And he's like outside the kitchen, so it's like, how is he in the way? He's not even in the way. So his parents are like mean to him. And so he like goes in his room and like falls asleep on the bed. And this. The narrator of the show that's like a pig, I guess. Sure. Why uh, not? Turns into a ghost and like comes into his room. And is like, come with me. Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> I am the ghost of Christmas past. He's like, come with me. And, like, grabs his hand, and they, like, time travel into the, like, Exodus. And so, um, he's, like, watching, you know, like, the Exodus happen or whatever. And then the ghost just picks him up and throws him into the body of this lion that's just, like, standing <laughs> there. So he's possessed. 
harassing the lion. Oh my god. And so then, the biblical character of Joshua, according to this movie, is now just a random guy possessed by a seven-year-old boy. <laughs> so the seven-year-old boy is now, like, acting out all of these, like, things now that Now he happened. is Joshua. Now he is Joshua. But I thought he was the lion. He is. Oh, because they're all animals. They're all animals. animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. They're all animals, but they do also have like camels and horses and stuff. So it's very confusing. That's so bizarre. It's so weird. I'll show you the video because it's like really strange. But like, yeah. Then the whole thing is like they act out like all of the events of like getting to the promised land. Yeah. Um, except for this seven-year-old boy is now Joshua. He's like going to battle. Oh and my stuff. god. And then at the end of the movie, spoiler alert for this movie. Yeah. Don't listen if you want to. If you want to be surprised. And at the end of the movie, after going through 40 years in the desert, he comes back Narnia style? The ghost is like, alright, time to go, and just takes him back home, and he just wakes up like it was a dream. Oh my god. Except, you'd think it was a dream. Except this, like, evil, like, demon spirit follows them back from the dream Yeah, of course it does, obviously. And he has to fight it off in his room at home. Oh my god. And then he goes downstairs and his parents are just nice again. He doesn't say anything to them or, like, be like, you know, I've learned. Like, well, he just goes downstairs and they're like, I'm sorry we were mother, mean to you. Father, I'm back from the war. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he fought, like, two wars and lived Literally, 40 years the in the desert. And he's just like, alright. That's like in Star vs. the Force of Evil when Marco goes to another dimension and he, like, spends 30 years, like, trying on this quest and, like, riding dragons and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden he's transported back to Earth and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then they just go on with the show as normal. <laughs> oh my god. They never talk about it again. Uh, oh my god. But yeah, anyway, things like that made me happy. I love stuff like that. Yeah, that's really Where good. Where it's like, this is so stupid and bad and like funny and... I don't know. Um, I spent a lot of time watching things that are bad and then just making fun of them and getting joy out of it. That's pretty fun, yeah. It's pretty fun. I like, um... I like doing that with you too. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. What was the other topic? Uh, what was it? Oh, are these the good old days? I don't think so. I think that everyone is gonna think that the good old days were like the time in their life when they were in their peak physical health, which is approximately around this age. Yeah. Because it's like, well, now I, you know, have these kids that I fucking hate. Because for some reason, everyone like <laughs> fucking hates their kids, and it's like, why did you have them? For some reason, people keep having kids. Um. Or like their spouse that they fucking hate. For yeah. Some reason. The old ball and chain. Yeah, right. Everyone loves the old ball and chain. And I feel like people always kind of look back to that because a lot of times you you know people will like kind of and obviously not always like some people are very good about like you know kind of actively growing throughout their lifespan but a lot yeah. of people like you know you get to the point where you do get married you start having kids and you sort of stop any sort of self-development so it's like you know then the world continues to change around you then you start hating the world because you're still stuck in that mindset of you know how you were in your 20s or yeah, whatever which or is, whenever yeah when most people kind of stop a lot of that because it's like there's just other stuff to do yeah and a lot of people i feel like have you know get married young and have kids young and there's nothing wrong with that but then they sort of they have the marriage and the kids to focus on and so they stop their own personal development so they kind of stay the maturity level that they were in their like mid-20s when they started having kids yeah which is you know not not good the most mature you should be no um (laughs) there's there's more after that you know there's so much more after that yeah I think that, like, 
in general, obviously there's gonna be, like, time periods in life where it's like, wow, this really sucks. Yeah. But, like, in general, like, if you want it to be, any time can be the good old days. Like, That's what I'm saying. In, yeah, like, in, you know, broad perspective. Because, like, even, I can think of times where it's like, yeah, I was, like, so depressed. Or, like, you know, I was at a job I really hated. It, it was, like, beating me down and I was burnt out all the time. Yeah. But, like, there were still, like, but there were good, good memories that happened then. Yeah. That's kind of what I think. Um, so, I'm trying to, like, enjoy each stage of life for, like, what it is and what it has and the good things. And that doesn't mean that there aren't bad things. I mean, I'm a... If you exist in a neutral to good, um, like, emotional state most of the time, I exist in a neutral to bad one. Yeah. Um, which is just who I am, you know? It's not a bad thing. Um... But, uh, it's, yeah, so I kind of have to work more towards, um, trying to see life for what it is and not, um, get bogged down by the bad things and not even notice the good things. Yeah. And I think everyone kind of has to do that. It's easy yeah. to see the bad things, because a lot of times they feel like this is the most Bigger. real thing. Yeah, this is, like, the biggest thing right now. Yeah. Is this, like, bad thing or, you know, this bad situation. But there can, it's not, like, a discredit to the seriousness of a bad situation to, like, have, you know, something good also happening. Or, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people, when they have, like, funerals or whatever, it's like, yeah, that's objectively, like, kind of a sad experience. But you still, like, you know, a lot of people they'll laugh and have, like, really good, good times memories. with that person. And yeah, like, and it's like, yeah. that doesn't, you know, having good moments or good feelings in a bad time does not discredit it the fact that the bad time is, like, you know, bad and serious. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. Um... Yeah, like, if you're in, um, I don't know, it just, that makes sense. Um, what was I gonna say? And I think it's easy to look back on the past with rose-colored glasses because you aren't having to worry about the things that you were having to worry about back then. So you don't have that stress, and so you can more easily see the good times. So, I don't know. I can get kind of down on myself for not noticing the good things and be like, ugh, you know, beating myself up about not noticing the good things about now or whatever. So I kind of have to, like, just really take it moment by moment. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. This is, like, a very interesting, like, topic shift, but okay. what are, like, if you think back to, like, your childhood, what are the most, like, iconic, like, weird Christian media things that you engaged with? Because I feel like Ooh. there's so, Christian media, for anyone that doesn't engage, or, like, didn't engage with Christian media growing up, is weird as hell. It is so weird. They use, like, goofy puppets and things like that to basically indoctrinate children. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything they can to indoctrinate children. Anything they can to indoctrinate children. And it, but it's, like, so much weirder than, like, regular children's media. Like, I've watched non-Christian children's media, and it's, like, yeah, they'll have, like, a goofy clown or, like, or something, you know, yeah. puppets or something, but Christian media is, like, so much weirder. It is so much weirder. And we were allowed to watch more um, non-Christian media than I think a lot of my friends were, <laughs> you know, growing up, so I don't have as many weird experiences with it as you do. Um, but, like, obviously VeggieTales is very weird. Um, Three Twelve Penguins, <laughs> very weird. Um, what's the one like with the? We didn't watch it a lot, but I've seen it before. That's like Davy and Goliath, and it's the claymation. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that one is super wild and weird. 
Especially because now I associate claymation with things like moral oral and stuff like that. That's like... Hello, Bellas. Have you ever seen that show? No. Oh, dude. It's like, um, it's an Adult Swim show where, um, that's kind of playing on Davy and Goliath and stuff like that, where it's like, this, in this very Christian town, there are like, um, the, there's this family with this kid named Oral, and he's, like, trying his best to live a Christian life, but he's, like, encountering every, like, uh, what's the, like, contradiction in the Christian faith and, like, uh, what, uh, hypocrisy and stuff. And mm-hmm. so he always, like, misses the mark by just a little bit and then, like, ruins the whole town and, like, gets everybody murdered or, like, something like that. <laughs> oh like, my god. It's intense. It's intense. Um, so, and it's, like, it's pretty, like, raunchy and, uh, hard to stomach sometimes. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> but it's very, very funny. Sorry about the cat, everyone. Cat's she's, playing fetch. She, yeah, my cat is very well trained in fetch. Don't she know is. how that happens. <laughs> she loves it, but she won't play fetch silently. She has to get the item and then come back and go the whole way back. So we're just going to pretend that you can't do that. Yeah, it's whatever. Because it's keeping her from, like, tearing my house apart. Yeah. So, um... I feel like I engaged with a lot of weird Christian media growing up. Yeah. Oh, it's your turn to throw the, uh, the shrimp. Sorry. Over there. Pepper, I can't reach it. Okay, I'll kick it for you. There you go, Pepper. They don't want to touch your nasty shrimp. There it is. Get it. <laughs> no. She's like, what? It's okay. Just ignore her. She'll stop eventually. Um, I engaged in a lot of weird Christian media because I, A, went to, like, a very small pretty fundamentalist church and so I wasn't allowed to watch I mean as we've discussed many times I'm like very culturally illiterate when it comes to a lot of <laughs> things especially from that time because I just like missed all of that um and I we watched a lot of our church has a library yeah that is up until three years ago and like this around the pandemic was when they finally were like we should get rid of these VHS tapes in here so it was like all VHS tapes and so it was a lot of it was like kind of 90s and 80s like kind of children's christian media so a lot of it was like very out of date even even at the time um so we watched a lot of we watched the story keepers a lot i remember story keepers but i never watched it story keepers it was really weird so it's about um this like small group of christians primarily a form of children if i remember correctly there's like an old guy who's like the baker or something that's classic like his wife maybe and a bunch of children being persecuted during the persecution of Christians and, like, you know, right after the death of Christ. Oh my god! In, like, Rome and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And, like, Italy? Yeah, it's the classic Christian glorification of persecution. Oh, perfect. We need more of that. Yeah, right? Christians are not persecuted. No, oh my Certainly god. Certainly not in America. No. Good not grief. even a little bit. No. Um. Um, so that was weird. Uh, we watched, I know we've talked about this not on the podcast before, but this one show that was, like, from the 90s, and it was kind of in that, like, Mickey Mouse Club style. Yeah, yeah. Where there was, like, a character in a costume, and then, like, you know, real-life children, but then there was, like, a lot of it was, like, characters in costumes called Salty the Songbook. <laughs> and it was, like, a, What? <laughs> I swear I've shown it to you, bro. I'll find a picture. There's also the Donut Man. The Donut Man. That's another one of those with a bunch of kids and one old guy and a puppet. When I take a bath, <laughs> I think about the Lord. Like, what the fuck does that mean? What the 
fuck? Have you not seen that bit where the donut is in the bathtub? No. And he's singing, like, when I take a bath, I think about the Lord. Like, you should be thinking about the Lord all the time. Oh, my God. And the donut is, like, in a bathtub, and it's him and a bunch of kids pretending that, that they're thing? taking a bath. And then they do, like, a, a like a verse where they're pretending like they're underwater. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, did you ever do, did your school do, like, Christian musicals or your church do musicals or whatever? Um, my church was too small, but we did, like, my fourth grade production was In God We Trust, which is that one, that famous picture oh. of Bryce in the Eagle suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, the show is called Salty the Singing Songbook, which it's, like, I think based on, like, a, like, a kid's book, or, like... So it's, like, a hymnal? So he's a hymnal. Oh, my God. And it's, like, yeah, in, like, a little, like, de- like cartoon. It's yeah. fine, because he's just a hymnal. Yeah. There's a live-action show where it's a man in a fucking hymnal suit, <laughs> and that's what he looks like. Stop! Oh, no! <laughs> it's, like, a guy in a... The, he's a blue hymnal. His name is Salty, but, like, P.S., like, Psalms. And oh it's just a guy God. whose face, like, comes out of the spine of the book... But his face and hair are, like, painted blue They're to all blend blue. Oh, my God. That's he, so bad. And then he's got, like, those comically large, like, sh- costume shoes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one episode that's my sister and I's favorite episode to talk about. Okay. Um, where there's this dog in the episode, and it's, like, barking, but it's just a guy in a dog suit. But not, like, a dog mascot costume. Like, a children's dog costume. Where it's, like... It definitely looks and it shapes like a person. Oh, like, like, like cat. He's just like bent down, like. Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Creepy, so creepy. It's so funny. Um, yeah, it's from like the early eighties, um, and they made like a TV show that I don't know it was like late eighties, early nineties. Um, it was really scary. <laughs> yeah, that sounds scary. Did you ever do Adventures in Odyssey? Oh, hell yeah, we did Adventures in Odyssey. We listened to the tapes when we fell asleep at night. Yeah, oh my god, we listened to, when when Randy and I would fall asleep at night, we would listen to um, this Christian ska band. What band was it? I've shown you this before. It's, I'll play a little snippet of it. Okay. Um, it's called the OC Supertones, as in OC, Orange County, California. Um, Okay. I also am looking up a band that we used to listen to. We had one CD from this, from this band, and I'm pretty sure it's a Christian band of like a regular <laughs> band. Here's this. Here's this song is called Adonai. Oh my god! This is not falling asleep music. <laughs> I know. Listen to those horns. Anyways, that was what we listened to falling asleep growing up. That is so funny. <laughs> the, what, we, we had a, a single CD by this band called Jump Five. <gasps> oh, wait, I remember Jump Five! <laughs> they were like a, like a very late 90s, early 2000s Christian... I have another one too. And we list. We had the one CD we had was their self-titled album, Jump Five, from oh like two thousand one. Fuck yeah, yeah. This is from nineteen ninety five, and it's like Christian teen pop. Um, and it, if I remember correctly, it was not great. Um, but I don't remember like they have a song called Start Jump. But let me see if I can find it because that's I do vaguely remember that one. 
We have, uh, here we have Zoe Girl. Um, look at that cover. Look at oh that. Oh my god. First of all, this is like the most gay looking, like, it looks like a lesbian TV show, like, <laughs> It looks poster. like they're from the L Word. It's all, <laughs> it does look like they're from the L Word. <laughs> oh my god. Oh dude. But yeah. Um. This was my favorite fucking song by them. Running from the promised land. <laughs> oh my god! Here's the like Job Five song. Yeah, please. Let me turn it up pretty loud. Is it? Okay. It's called Start Jumping. <laughs> please play it. Yeah, I've like skipped into the song a little bit. That brought back so many memories. That is oh also not falling asleep music at no, all. No, it's not. Why did we listen to this? Because <laughs> it's the CD we had for our, like, blue plastic CD player. Yes, literally. I know. I had a I had a little um, portable CD player that was Disney Princess themed. Oh, hell yeah. I had uh, that Zoe Girl CD, and I had Barlow Girl also. Who is Barlow Girl? Oh, dude. Oh, no. Now we gotta find Barlow Girl. Hold on, this is turned into... Christian media. Yeah, my family, we, like, we, it wasn't, we weren't, like, not allowed to listen to secular music, but the only time, my dad listened to a lot of music, he has a CD collection still, which I'm like, what the hell are you doing with the CD <laughs> collection? He has a CD collection, so he did listen to it, but a lot of the stuff he listened to was, like, you know, 70s, 80s, like, when CDs were, like, really big, 90s, yeah. like, you know, rock and yeah stuff like that. He looks alt-rock. So it was, like, not really something that I was into as a child. Sure. So ev- the only other music I listened to when I wasn't in his car listening to a CD was 94.9 KLTY. KLTY. The local Christian, like, in- USA, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> the local Christian radio station in Dallas. That's, like, the call sign for it or whatever. But it's, like... It's, like, the less cool version, because there's there are Christian stations where it's, like, modern, like, Christian pop or yeah, rock or whatever. Yeah, but KLTY is not one of those It's, stations. like, ten years behind in terms it's, of, like, good music. It's bad. Like, Natalie Grant and, like, yeah. it, what's her name? Amy... Amy Grant. Amy Grant was, it's like, Natalie really big on something there. else, yeah. I think, is it not? You know, Amy Grant is, uh, LGBTQ affirming. I didn't know that, but good for her. Yeah. They probably don't play around there anymore. Yeah. Fuck her, man. She's... <laughs> From the enemy. But yeah, it was always like way behind in like the style of music. Is it also Natalie Grant? I think so. I think that's a person. I know Amy Grant is. Amy Grant's a person. My mom was like big in the Amy Grant in the 90s. Yeah. Natalie Grant. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. I don't know if they're related at all. Praise you in the storm. (laughs) Yeah, but it was like, yeah, like, and a very kind of like coffee house, like kind of slow ballad style. Like they didn't really play a lot of like pop music yeah not really fun no it was like so there's like three christian radio stations in the area that we live in that i know of there is the one that my grandparents listen to is it caleb no okay because that's what we listened to in the library at Follette. that's what the librarian made us listen to all the time was caleb no caleb is like okay yeah um 
but there is what is it called? It's like wasn't my grandparents listen to it, and they only play like Gaither gospel style music. Oh fuck! I can't yeah. remember what it's called all of a sudden. But there's like one that's like that. It's I don't like know. very much old people style. Yeah, my grandpa has a Gaither's uh, like CD um, that he plays in his truck, or he used to play in his truck when he was driving. Let me look it up because this is gonna really yeah, bother no. me. Um, here, here's a this Barlow girl song. In the meantime, oh, I found it. It's very super chick. Don't know this is the super chicks. Oh, yeah. You know this song? Yeah, I do. Yep, I knew it. I knew you would know this song. Anyway. That's so funny. Okay, so KCBI is the yes. my grandparents KCBI, that is familiar as well. Which is like a, yeah, much more like very kind of like fundy, like old-fashioned kind of cushiony radio station. The old-time gospel hour. Yes. They do a lot of like like specifically like gospel style music. Yeah. And then there's like KLTY, which is like a I little like bit more gospel modern. Music, though. They don't play the modern stuff. No, they don't yeah, play it's not like, that's the thing. It's never it's always like the old stuff. They're not playing like which oh, is, what's you know, name, Tasha. I guess fine if you're like really into like eighties gospel music, yeah. which is what my grandparents are into. But it's funny because like we there was a period of time where we could only listen to this music and then we started branching out to Disney Channel music because like my best friend growing up had the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack. She lived right next door to me. Um, and we would play it super loud and, like, dance in her driveway. And that was a great time. And then I also, on my Disney Princess portable CD player, had the Disney Mania, or Disney Radio Hits 9 or whatever it was, um, that had, like, um, that one song from... Uh, you know, it had, like, If We Were a Movie by Hannah Montana, and it had that one song from the Cheetah Girls 2 that's, like, Dance With Me or whatever. It had Life is a Highway. Oh, hell yes. Um, and then, I feel like, we, we drove around a lot, like, um, we had a lot of, like, long car rides and stuff like that, so. Because you lived in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. (laughs) lived nowhere, exactly. So, like, um, we would play... CDs on loop for a while, so, like... Oh, God. That's when my parents gave up on the whole Christian thing, because they were like, we don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> so yeah, this is forever and ever. So we listened to a few different things. One was Jason Mraz, We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things. Um, another was uh, the Platinum edition of Queen. So we listened to Queen Greatest Hits, and Lenny Kravitz Greatest Hits, and Phil Collins Greatest Hits. Oh, my God. <laughs> So those are all very nostalgic. That's so funny. Yeah, we listened to, like, 94.9 for a long time. And then yeah. about when I was in high school is when we started listening to, like, non-Christian music. Mm-hmm. So we either listened to, I think it's, like, what is it, like, 100.7 The Word, Ooh. which is, like, more modern Christian music. Yeah, I've never heard Or we would listen to, like, 102.9, like, Jack FM, which is, like, yeah. all, like, all rock style music. My parents um, love Jack FM. Whenever we were in this area, we would listen to Jack FM. Yeah, that's what my dad listened to. Yeah. So we listened to, like, that's when we first started listening to, like, modern Christian music. Or, like, even, like, modern Christian. Like, a lot of times yeah. I didn't know about, like, Skillet or anything like that yeah. until I was in college. Because Isn't we that were crazy? Isn't listening that to stuff like that. Oh, my God. We listened to... S- Switchfoot was my favorite band for so long. Yeah, we didn't really yeah. listen to a lot of that. Switchfoot and also Reliant K was a good one. Oh, yeah, Reliant K was a big one. Reliant K was big, yeah. This has turned into a conversation that no one cares about. I know, this is so niche. You sent me that TikTok that was like, 
this is the most niche TikTok I've ever seen, and it was a TikTok of Ryan from Life in the Dream House um, falling and belly flopping onto a pool, and it was like, what was it? Like, I want to scream, but I can't breathe, or something like that. <laughs> I laughed so hard. We've talked many times. I don't know if on the podcast, but I don't know. in real life about Barbie Life in the Dream House. Yeah, we love Barbie Life in the Dream House. We love Barbie Life in the Dream House. It's so good. It's, a, it's for most anyone listening because nobody watches this show. Yeah. It's on Netflix. At it's least it great. was. It may not be anymore. It still know. is. I okay. saw it. I was watching Keep Sweet yesterday and I saw it on my like watch again or whatever. Oh yeah, that show's there. fucking traumatizing. Yeah, dude. It, um, was, it was rough. It's yeah, it's a lot. Um but yeah, so we it's like a show and it I don't know when it like originally yeah, like came out or like where it originally came out. Probably on like Disney Channel or something. Well it was on it was on webisodes. Oh. Yeah. Well. I remember, because I remember when they came out, because I was really into Monster High, and this was kind of Mattel's, mm-hmm. um, you know, Mattel was Monster High, and that was their sort of answer to Bratz, and mm-hmm. then, um... Yeah, I watched the entire yeah, <laughs> video documentary about Monster High. Was it Izzy's? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen it, because sometimes topics are too close to my heart, <laughs> and I can't, like... I can't, like, listen to the information about them, <laughs> so I haven't been able to listen to it yet, but I love her content. It was good. Okay. Uh, but anyways, it was originally webisodes that came out in, like, the 2010s, and then they okay. compiled them all and put them on Netflix. Yeah, it was when I was in high school, so, I mean, this was, like, 2011 yeah. to 2015, so, like, this exactly. is probably when it was coming out, but yeah, they put them on Netflix as, like, episodes, and it was just, like, four, like, three or four of these, like, clips together, like, webisodes. Because they're just, like, three to five minutes long. Yeah, they're really short, so they would kind of, like, clip all these together. Yeah. And it was, yeah, called Barbie Life in the Dream House, and it's, like, Barbie, you know, living in her dream house, and she's got, like, Ken, and, like, her sisters live there, and she's got, like, her, like, Midge, and whatever the other friend's name is. Yeah, there's Teresa, and Nikki, and And then there's Ryan and Raquel, who are, like, the, like, mean twins, and Ryan's, like, a big flirt. And he's, like, really into Barbie, and Raquel is really into Ken. Yeah, so they're always, like, trying to, like, break Break them up, up. and it's, like, a whole thing. But it's definitely, like, it's meant for, like, kids, but it's definitely, like, more, not, like, adult humor in terms of, like, crudeness. No. But just, like, jokes that are more clever. They're very clever. That, like, you know, so that if you're watching it with your kids, like, you're still gonna think it's funny. Like, I mean, we were watching this in high school. Yeah, and I really liked, I I, I loved it. Oh, yeah. And my cousin, we showed it to my cousins, who were, like, about my age. Um, they're, like, a few months older than me, so they were, like, you know, about my age in high school. And we showed it to them, and they, like, got really invested in it. And my cousin started a Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse club at his school, and they printed one of t-shirts. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's what they should have called it. They really should have. Uh-huh. And they printed Schlondpufa t-shirts, which is, like, this weird running bit from Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse. Which is basically just, like, a tailpipe from a car. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's almost like a muffler. Yeah, it's like a muffler. But yeah. there's, like, a couple they episodes where it comes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh, I'm trying to put together this car. Like, <laughs> where's the schlonpufa? And it's, like, I guess just funny because the word is dumb. Yeah. But they printed, awesome. like, schlonpufa t-shirts that had, like, a schlonpufa, like, printed on them. And it was, there's like, one so... where they, like, uh, they, like, f- like, soup up. Ken's car, and they give him a golden schlond poof. <laughs> yes, oh my god. It's, like, so specific and niche. 
But yeah, there was like a TikTok of one of the guys from it, and like Ryan's like, always like a big flirt, and he's like yeah. thinks he's so cool, so he always he's like trying gets to show to, off and stuff. Yeah, so he like always gets into really dumb situations. Yeah. And there's one where he's like trying to do a dive like off of the diving board, and he like belly flops really bad at this yeah. like pool party. Yeah. And it's literally just him <laughs> falling in the pool, but it's like over like the song or something, being like I I'm underwater and I can't breathe or something yeah. like. curious that sound on tiktok that's like um it's it's not that bad it just needs a little shaping to the salon that's from barbie life in the dream it house. is from barbie life in the dream house yeah that show was iconic i would recommend it, that to everyone oh yeah generally. we need to watch it again as, i've spent a long time since i've seen it, it again it's so good <laughs> well, i'm a barbie life in the dream house watch party with all of our friends oh my god fuck yeah everyone's gonna be like fucking no, no way we're not watching <laughs> it's such a good show it's so, it's so funny it's so I'm glad that as I've gotten only older, it's only aged like a fine wine. It like, really has. Better. It holds up so well. It does hold up. Oh it's my good. God. I had a couple of the dolls back in my doll collecting phase of from Barbie Life and Dreamhouse specifically. I had her and I had Midge. Is she the cute country one or is that the other one? She's the cute country one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember her. There's yeah. one other friend that I literally don't remember her name. Summer. That's who it is. Yeah. Summer is the competitive one. I like that we take this from being niche to even more niche. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to this now because we're talking about something that no one cares about. Except for my cousin. I'll send this to my cousin. Send it like, to your cousin. Hey, we talked about Barbie Life in the Dream House and shout out your schlant poofa t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> your cousin is iconic for that. <laughs> my cousin is iconic for that. Genuinely incredible. My cousin was uh, honestly extremely iconic. He's the same guy that did the cat of the day snapchat for like three years in a row <laughs> and incredible. he would just like add a bunch of random people like a bunch of my friends were in his That's cat right. of the day and he would just like send a snapchat and it was just a calendar he had that was like a, had a cat on it every, every day. day and every day he would take a picture of it on snapchat and post it and it was called cat of the day and he did it for like three years in a row <laughs> where he was like i guess stop doing it or ran like, out of cat calendars or something. Oh, that's so sad. But yeah, a bunch of my friends in college, like Savannah was I in it. I remember that. A bunch of my friends were like, can I be in it? And I was like, I guess. Yeah, I just why like, not? Hey, can you add this person to cat of the day? <laughs> he was like, yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> it's really funny. Oh my god. Well, we've talked about what makes us happy. Are these the good old days? <laughs> just I feel like this Media. is a great example that this is, in fact, not the good old days. This is not the good old days. Oh, God. We have so many good days to come. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, and we're sorry. We are sorry. 